Hi, this is Chris. Welcome to Adventures in Odyssey. Hi there. I'm John Avery Whitaker, but you can call me Whit. I run a shop in Odyssey called Whit's Hen. It's a place of discovery, imagination, and excitement. But don't take my word for it. Find out for yourself on today's Adventures in Odyssey. That was a mistake, Walden. Narga. Just mark it down, your worm fruit. You can understand that, uh, can't you? Oh, don't worry, replied the minister. That isn't a sin, it's just a mistake. <laughs> Conference Center here for hosting our annual dinner and for decorating the place so nicely. The garbage bag motif is tops, ladies. And finally, a big thanks goes to our leaders, the board members of the Campbell County Custodial Commission. Thanks, fellas. Now it's time to bring up our honoree and speaker for this evening. You all know him for his remarkable work in Windows. He really needs no introduction, so without further ado, let's give a big hand and a warm water squeegee welcome for the outstanding custodian of the year, Bernard Walton. <laughs> Bernard, on behalf of the Campbell County Custodial Commission, I'd like to present you with our highest honor, the Golden Squeegee Award. Well, thank you, Harry, I think. I am honored to accept this uh, honor. I understand you have an address for us. Uh, address? Yeah, you know, uh, a few words. Oh, you mean the speech you asked me to write? Yeah. Well, why didn't you say so? People never say what they mean anymore. <laughs> well, go ahead then, Bernard. And as we say in our profession, keep it clean. Oh, <laughs> Well, don't worry, Harry, I will. He needs to stop spending so much time around the cleaning fluid. <clears throat> well, uh, standing up here, I I feel kind of like the young girl who went to the preacher to confess that she was guilty of the sin of vanity. Well, what makes you think that, asked the preacher. And because every morning when I look into the mirror, I think how beautiful I am, said the girl. Oh, don't worry, replied the minister. That isn't a sin, it's just a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a mis <clears throat> And I, I hope this award isn't just a mistake. Uh, you see, it's been a long time coming. I, I admit that over the years I've thought about quitting the custodial arts, moving on to something else. But, well, I learned early on that you never get anywhere in life by quitting. In fact, well, there was one incident in particular that taught me the value of sticking it out. It all started when I was in middle school. Me and my best friend Nick had been made crossing guards. Every morning he worked one corner and I was across the street on the other. Well, we were very proud of our positions and took our responsibilities very seriously. Hold! No going over 20 miles per hour in a school zone, sir. People can't read the signs. Okay, Nick, bring the rest of them on over. Okay, now just take it nice. Hey, 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 no running! 
Uh, nice job, Nick. They're not supposed to run until they get on the sidewalk. Well, I told them not to. You heard me. Sure I did. But I'm not the one who needs to hear. Yeah, rules are rules. Okay, okay. You think that's everyone? Should be. It's almost eight. Wait, looks like you got some more coming up your side. Um, guess again. They just crossed over to your side. Hey, they, they can't do that. It's jaywalking. Well, they just did. Now I know why. Look who it is. Tanya Hyde in this game. I should interject at this point that Tanya Hyde was his real name. And he was the ringleader of a group of the baddest and rowdiest kids in the school. And they were headed right for my stop. Oh, boy. Why did they have to cross the street? Why couldn't they stay on the other side? Oh, fine. You'd rather I face them, is that it? Well, no offense, but yeah. Some friend you are. Oh, come on. Who would have backed you up? I would have done it from over here. Yeah, well, I'll back you up from over there. Nick! I have to. Some kids are coming. See? Oh, uh, yeah. Great. Well, well, looky what we have here. Uh, uh, hi, Senior. Hi, guys. Hey, Officer Bernard. Catch any criminals today? Well, uh, um... As a matter of fact, yeah, uh, you guys were jaywalking back there. So? So, it's, uh, against the law. Against the law? Yeah, uh, you have to cross at the crosswalk. Oh, well, I think you've got the wrong guys. I, I do? Yeah, see, we couldn't have been jaywalking. Yeah, couldn't have been? No, because we was running. And everybody knows you can't walk and run at the same time. Oh, well, thanks for clearing that up for me, uh... But still, I'm going to have to walk you across the street. <laughs> You're going to walk us across the street? Uh, yeah. It's the rules. You can't cross unless I cross you. You know, Officer Bernard, me and the boys don't like being told what to do. So why don't you make like a tree and leave? No. Uh, I mean, you can't cross the street without a crossing guard. Oh, well, then I guess I'll just have to become one myself. Hold it, boys. Uh, yeah, all I need is your little badge. Hey, hey, cut it out. And your little cross guard belt. Stop it. And your little sign here. Put that down. And then I'm a cross guard, see? Give that stuff back. You guys are really asking for it. Don't make me get rough with you. Whoa, he's going to get rough with us, guys. Well, go ahead, Bernard. Get rough. All right, now you've done it. Now you've done it. I didn't want to do this, but you made me. Do what? I'm going to write you up. Oh, no. Anything but that. Uh-huh. Now you're not so smart, are you? Jaywalking. Roughhousing. Trying to cross the street without an official crossing guard. Oh, we're not going to cross without an official guard. You're not? No. Pick him up, guys. Hey, 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 cut it out. Let me go. Let me go. Hey, hey, please. All right, please. Principal Bixby. Are you all right, Bernard? Uh, well, I'm kind of up in the air now, sir. Put him down now. You heard the principal, fellas. Put him down. We was just playing around, Mr. Bixby. We didn't mean nothing by it. Right, Bernard? Well, who do you guys think you're fooling, Hyde? You think you're pretty smart, don't you? Well, we'll just see how smart you are when I get through with you. Report to my office immediately, and I mean move. Uh, I'm sorry about this, Mr. Bixby. I'm the one who should be sorry for not getting here sooner. 
Uh, you see, I was trying to write them up. You don't have to explain anything. I saw the whole thing. You go ahead and write them up. They'll be punished for this. You can be sure of that. Uh, yes, sir. I'm proud of you for standing up for what's right. Good job, sir. Uh, thank you, sir. Oh, sir? Yes, Bernard? I think you were going faster than 20 when you drove up. Don't push it, Bernard. Uh, yeah, yes, sir. You better get off to class now, okay? Uh, yeah, yes, sir, right away, sir. Hey, Bernard, did you hear what he said? He said he was proud of you and that you did a good job. Yeah, yeah, good job, son. Yeah, right then, I was the happiest kid on earth. But I didn't realize till later that afternoon it would all change. Hi, Stephen Curtis Chapman here. I love stories, and that's why I'm excited about The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe movie. But did you know you can hear the story before you see the movie? Focus on the Family Radio Theater has dramatized the entire Chronicles of Narnia series from C.S. Lewis. So whether in the car or at home, families can listen to these dramatic stories from the Chronicles of Narnia, produced by Focus on the Family. Complete details are available at innernarnia.com. When word spread about what I'd done, my popularity started increasing rapidly. By lunchtime, I was something of a celebrity. Kids kept coming up to me in the cafeteria and congratulating me for standing up to tenure and his thugs. Congratulations, Bernard. Don't mention it. Way to go, Bernard. Just doing my job. <clears throat> You're welcome. Yeah, it was pretty nice. And except for the fact that they kept interrupting my peanut butter and bologna sandwich and a cup of Bosco, I... Oh, I kind of like the notoriety I was getting. Then, Tanya and his gang walked in. You! Caught me right in the middle of a gulp of Bosco. You had to go and do it, didn't you, Bernard? Uh, do what? Write us up for this morning. We was only playing around. Playing. Right. But you got Bixby all steamed up about it, and so he punished us. Do you know what our punishment is, do ya? Uh, no, no, what? He gave us half-hour detention. After school, today. Uh, that's too bad. You don't know just how bad. We'll be late for our baseball game. So the coach said we can't play. And this is the biggest game of the season. Oh, well, I'm really sorry, but you should have followed the rules. That's not good enough, Bernard. Uh, what do you mean? I mean you're going to have to make it right. Uh, uh, how can I do that? Bixby won't be in for the rest of the afternoon. Vice Principal Hadley's right over there. You're going to go tell him the write-up this morning was a mistake. Uh, but, but I, I can't. You'll do it or I'll pound you. Well, it was a tough situation, and I knew I had to think of something fast. So I, I tried the intellectual approach. Uh, look, guys, rules are there for a reason. See, they protect and help us. We're better off as citizens and as a society with them than without them. I was just trying to do my part to make the world a better place to live. You can understand that, uh, can't you? Sure, we understand. Then go talk to Hadley or I'll pound you. All right, what's going on here? Uh, hi, Mr. Hadley. Oh, uh, top of the afternoon to you, sir. Don't give me that hide. Is everything all right, Bernard? Uh, yes, sir. Everything is fine. Well, Hyde, if you and your thugs aren't going to eat, then move along. You're blocking the aisle. Hey, hey, no cutting in line over there. That was a mistake, Walton. A big mistake. You're going to pay for it. 
Just mark it down, your worm food. Come on, guys. Bernard? <laughs> Don't do that, Nick. Sorry. Are you okay? Yeah, sure. Right now. You'd better lay low for a while. Real low. Especially after school. Uh, don't worry. I will. Well, I thought it was a pretty good plan, and I followed it wholeheartedly. Until just after lunch. Well, that was when we had our daily crossing guard meeting with Mr. Riskin, our sponsor teacher. We had it in the cafeteria while the custodians cleaned up. So make sure your belts and badges are visible at all times. Okay? I think that's everything. Oh, that's right. Joey Bergdorf went home sick earlier today. He's on the afternoon patrol, so one of you morning people will have to fill in for him. And the name on the top of the roster is, um, Bernard Walt. Oh, uh, sure, Mr. Riskin. I'd be happy to do it. Excellent. And would you mind staying a little later than usual? Uh, later? Uh, yes, there are several boys in detention this afternoon, and I'd like you to help them cross once they get out. Is that all right? Uh, sure. Thank you, Bernard. Well, that'll be all, everybody. Are you nuts? What did you say yes for? I don't know. I just opened my mouth and it popped out. You heard what he said. Boys from detention? That's Tanya Hyde and his gang. Now you'll have to meet him. You know what that means. Yeah. I'm warm food. If you're looking for something fun to do, you'll find it at witsend.org. You'll get the latest Odyssey news, scoops, and reviews. Just about everything you need to know about adventures in Odyssey is on witsend.org. Log on today. Imagine traveling through the foundations of Western civilization and encountering the people, places, and events that shaped our world. Drive through with a vast array of resources available from family.org. Drive Through History is a DVD series produced by Focus on the Family, a nonprofit ministry dedicated to nurturing and defending families worldwide. On the open road of life, there's family.org, with dynamic resources for families at every turn. Yeah, I was in a pretty bad situation, stuck in the face-off with some of the toughest thugs that ever walked in boot leather. I was so stunned, I didn't know what to do, or even what to think. But Nick had a suggestion. They're going to kill you, Bernard. They're going to ground you in a hamburger meat and then, like, step on you. I know. What should I do? You've got to go to the vice principal, and for goodness sakes, change those write-ups. Uh, yeah. Yeah, maybe you're right. I don't think so. Nick and I turned, and there stood the school custodian, old Mr. Umphreys. Oh, uh, what did you say? I said I don't think so. You can't go and change the write-ups. Why not? Because it wouldn't be right. How right is it going to be for them to pound him into the ground? That wouldn't be right either. But he still shouldn't change the write-ups. But you know what they'll do to me, Mr. Humphreys. Well, if that's what you're worried about, then maybe you better quit being a crossing guard. And quit? That's right. No one forced you to be on the safety patrol or to go out there this afternoon. You agreed to do it. You gave your word. And when you did, you also agreed to uphold the rules, no matter how unpleasant it might be to do so. you got to live up to your responsibilities. Well, I'm just not sure I can. Then you should quit. 
Or you could try turning to a higher power for strength. Either way, it's something to think about. He's right. What? I have certain responsibilities. I'm going to do my job. Even if it puts you in the hospital? Even if it kills me. And I'm also going to turn to the higher power he was talking about. You mean... Uh-huh. Vice Principal Hadley. Come on. Uh, Nick and I ran to Mr. Hadley's office. I was going to explain the whole situation to him and ask for his help. But when we got there... Oh, I'm sorry, Bernard, but Mr. Hadley had to go to the same meeting Principal Bixby went to earlier today. He won't be in for the rest of the afternoon. Oh, no. Well, I wasn't licked yet, though. There were other places I could turn to for help, like Officer Lavelle, whose patrol took him by the school. Sure, Bernard, I'd be glad to help. I'll time it so that I'll pass by right around that time. Lavelle, this is dispatch. Over. Uh, oh, excuse me. This is Lavelle. Over. The traffic light went out over on 4th and Main. We need you over there to direct traffic promptly. Roger, dispatch. I'm on my way. Lavelle out. Uh, but Officer Lavelle. Sorry, Bernard. Gotta go. Well, next, I thought I'd try the old strength through numbers bit, so I went to the kids at school. Let me get this straight. You want us to help you fight Tanya Hyde and his gang? Yeah. We'll stand up to them so they won't bully us anymore. What do you say? Uh, I don't think so, Bernard. But why? Because it's your job, not ours. You're the one on the safety patrol. Look, we really don't want to get involved. Come on, guys, let's go. Finally, I turned to the only person I had left. Well, Nick, it looks like it's just going to be you and me. We'll have to face him alone. But Nick had other ideas. What do you mean, we? Nick, you mean you're not going to help me either? Uh, in a word, no. Hey, hey, but you're on safety patrol too. So? I'm not the one who picked a fight with these guys. Nobody asked you to be a hero, Bernard. You might want to stick around and get pounded, but not me. Sorry. I can't believe this. Look, why don't you just leave or not show up this afternoon? Nobody will blame you for trying to save your own skin. Yeah, nobody but me. No, I'm not going to do it. I'm staying and that's that. If you don't want to help, fine. I'll just face up to Tanya all by myself. So that's what I did. When the bell rang that afternoon, I was at my post. More jumpy than a cricket on a hot skillet, but definitely there. I crossed all the regular kids pretty quickly and then waited for Tanya and his gang. The minutes ticked by slowly. My life flashed before my eyes. Yeah, pretty boring. I think that was the most scared I've ever been. And then, for some reason, something old Mr. Umphrey said popped into my mind. Try turning to a higher power for strength. I tried to figure out what he meant. I had turned to every higher power I could think of, and they all let me down. What could Mr. Humphreys mean? Well, then it hit me. The higher power was the highest power, God. And I had forgotten all about him. So I stopped right then, and I prayed. Dear God, I don't know why I'm out here, but please give me the strength to do what I have to do. Well, almost immediately, I felt better. And it was a good thing, because... As soon as I was through praying... Well, if it isn't Officer Bernard... Uh, hello, Tanya. I heard you were supposed to be here, but I thought you'd have had the brains to run away. Well, I'm not. Now, if you guys want to cross, I'll be glad to help you. 
Otherwise, I'm staying put. <laughs> you're a real piece of work, Bernard. But I don't think you're going to help us cross or stay put. They started shoving me around hard. Tried not to move, but well, they were just too big for me. They kept inching me closer and closer to the street. Finally, Tanya stood right in front of me. Go ahead, Bernard. Cross on over. He gave me the hardest shove yet. I lost my balance and landed on my knees in the middle of the street and right in the path of an oncoming car. Oh, I was so stunned for a moment, I didn't know what to do. Nobody did. Suddenly, someone raced by Tanya and the gang and lunged straight at me. Oh, it was old Mr. Humphreys. He pushed me out of the way, but couldn't get out of the way fast enough himself. It was a terrible screech of tires and a dull thunder. And Mr. Humphreys was down, and he... Well, we all looked at him in horror. And finally, I found my voice. Tanya, get an ambulance. Now! Now, Mr. Humphreys ended up being all right. It truly was a miracle. He had some bruises and scratches and a broken leg, but otherwise was unhurt. I went to visit him later in the week. <laughs> you know, maybe I shouldn't tell you this, but I'm amazed you stuck it out. Hey, you told me to. I know, but I'm still amazed you did it. Well, I started thinking about what you said, you know, about asking for strength from a higher power. So I prayed to God, and he helped me. I was talking about the vice principal. Huh? <laughs> I'm oh. just kidding. The Lord always helps when you call on him. Those thugs giving you any more trouble? No, not at all. As a matter of fact, they've joined the safety patrol. And that's not all. I'm the one who's training them. <laughs> well, work them hard, boy. They need it. Mr. Humphreys, why did you do what you did? Because it needed to be done. You know, when I was your age, I faced a similar situation. Only I ran away and somebody got hurt. So when I saw you standing up to those bullies, I... Well, I knew I had to do something. If only to make up for what I didn't do before. You're fortunate to learn such a valuable lesson so young, Bernard. Don't quit. Don't give in. Always stick to your guns. I hope you never forget it. And I never did. You know, a lot of people look down on our profession. They, they think we're janitors because we can't do anything else. Well, I could have done other things, but I chose to be what I am, to work hard at it and become the best because of an old custodian who taught me, through word and deed, the importance of sticking to my guns. So I dedicate this award to you, Mr. Humphreys, wherever you are. Thanks. That's today's adventure. What'd you think? I'd love to hear from you about it. Our address is Odyssey, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80995. In Canada, write to Box 9800, Vancouver, BC, B6B4G3. And when you write, don't forget to ask about how you can get a copy of this broadcast. Just mention today's date in your card or letter. The address, once again, is Odyssey, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80995. 
Adventures in Odyssey is a presentation of Focus on the Family. Today's program was written and directed by Phil Lawler. Our production engineer was Bob Luttrell. And our executive producer, Chuck Bolte. And I'm Chris, hoping you'll join us again next time for more Adventures in Odyssey. Hi, this is Chris. And this is Harlow. We always love hearing what you think of our show. Yep. In fact, sometimes we might just walk up to you and ask... So, uh, what do you think of the show? Well, we have really enjoyed Odyssey for many years. Um, oftentimes we will spend family nights sitting around just listening to Odysseys and working a puzzle or whatever. It's part of our ritual Saturday mornings. We make pancakes and we listen to Odyssey and we laugh about the stories. We've traveled with Odyssey and it's always been instead of how many more miles, Mom, it's how many more Odyssey tapes, Mom or Dad, till we get there. Love to have two or three Odysseys in the car all the time. And sometimes I've actually referred back to an Odyssey episode and I've said, well, how did... Uh, what did Wood say about that, or how was the situation handled, and do you think it was a good way to handle it? The Underground Railroad, many interesting discussions out of that one, and just uh, what was the whole Civil War about? How would we react if we were in their shoes at that time? So many of those types of discussions have been generated. I listen to Odyssey every night when I go to sleep. Well, my family's used Odyssey tapes and CDs so much the kids can quote them back to me. I really like Odyssey, and I've memorized lots of the shows. And they're learning, even though they may not realize they're learning, great moral lessons and things that they can apply in their everyday life. Best radio drama ever made. We love Odyssey. We appreciate your comments. Keep those cards and letters coming in.